0: When passion, perseverance, and performance join forces, success is born. When your lifestyle is cultivated around physical and mental well-being, winning is inevitable. If you're somebody who likes to set goals and crush them too, you've come to the right place. This is putting yourself first. This is motivation. This is is the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. This is Julie, your host, here to bring you weekly wellness tips to help you live happier, healthier, and make real progress towards your goals. On today's episode, I'm talking about protein. More specifically, giving you guys five of my favorite grab-and-go protein options. So next time you're running out the door or you're stopping at a convenience store to grab something quick, you can prioritize protein by choosing one of these snacks. Whether you're trying to lose weight or gain some muscle mass, especially if you're an athlete, or if you're somebody who just wants to feel stronger and healthier, protein is something that needs to be a keystone of your priorities. However, it can be hard to know how to consume enough protein or even how much you should be eating in general. So although protein needs are very individualized depending on a lot of factors including your activity level, your age, how much muscle mass you already have, but a general starting place that I give people is to consume about 1.5 to 2 grams per kilogram of body weight Of protein per day. So it's per kilogram, not per pound of body weight. So in order to calculate this for yourself, you would divide your body weight in pounds by 2.2. So for me, I'm about 155 pounds, which comes out to about 70 kilograms. So that means that my protein range should be from 105 grams of protein up to 140 grams of protein in general. Now, that's a wide range, and for me, I like to shoot at the higher end of that. So I'm shooting for 125 to 130 grams of protein per day, which, like I said before, everybody's recommendations are going to be a little bit different, and it does take some time to figure out what makes you feel best. So I have been doing this and tracking food for years and have figured out that that's my number. In general, though, this may sound a little bit dramatic, but... Protein consumption is a little bit of an epidemic in our country. We are not consuming enough protein, especially our athletes are not consuming enough protein. And if we all eat a little bit more protein, I do believe that the world would be a happier, healthier place. So let's dive into some quick options to improve your protein consumption Number one on the list and one of my go-tos is Greek yogurt. Greek yogurt is a great protein choice because in general, you can easily find low-fat or even zero-fat options, and a small container of Greek yogurt can contain up to 20 grams of protein, which is a lot for a small serving. Greek yogurt also comes in so many different flavors, so I personally like to get like a fruity flavor or even vanilla And I tend to add things to my Greek yogurt. I've never been a person who enjoys yogurt like by itself. So I typically add like a quarter cup of granola and some fresh fruit on top. It's about a 350 calorie snack altogether when I add everything up. And it's something that I have usually in the late morning or in the afternoon. The other great thing about Greek yogurt is that for people who experience like dairy sensitivities, even if you have lactose intolerance, A lot of people report that Greek yogurt is okay for them to eat, that it doesn't really bother their stomach. And the reason why is the difference between regular yogurt and Greek yogurt has to do with the straining process of different um, parts of the yogurt that they remove, parts of the dairy that they remove. So after all is said and done, the Greek yogurt has a much lower lactose content, which makes it more easily digestible. For individuals with dairy sensitivities. So when you go out to look for Greek yogurt, make sure you get Greek yogurt because there is in fact a distinction between the two. But in terms of quality of protein and amount of protein that you're getting per serving, definitely my number one choice. My next go-to protein option that I throw in my lunchbox is string cheese. And you might laugh at this one because when you picture somebody eating string cheese, it's probably like a six-year-old sitting at lunch in elementary school eating a cheese stick. But hear me out here. String cheese, first of all, is delicious. Who doesn't like cheese? Second of all, the reduced fat string cheese options are only about 70 to 80 calories per stick and have up to eight grams of protein. I tend to get them from Wegmans and each one has eight grams of protein. So those are really easy to have as a snack by themselves or have alongside whatever your lunch is. Two of those get you 16 grams of protein, which you guys heard my goal is around 125, 130. That's a pretty good chunk that can be consumed very quickly. The more skim cheeses are going to be better in terms of bang for your buck, how much protein you're getting per number of calories. But string cheese is something that you can oftentimes find at a convenience store as well. I know even on campus here at Scranton, when you go into like the little grab and go food place, they've got cheese sticks right there. So that's something quick and easy that you can pick up to get some more protein in. And don't forget that in order to get the most benefit from your string cheese, you do have to eat it like the six-year-old that you pictured in your brain before Peeling it apart string by string is obviously going to give you the best experience. You know exactly what I'm talking about, and I don't know, if you bite straight into your string cheese, I guess you're still getting that protein, but might get a little bit of judgment if I see you doing it. So while we're on the topic of cheese, my next recommendation for getting more protein in as a snack is to eat cottage Cheese. And I know some of you guys just cringed so hard at the words cottage cheese because you're picturing that weird consistency. But hear me out. Don't knock it until you try it. Honestly, I never ate cottage cheese until like a few years ago when I was doing some research on how to get more protein. And it's really freaking good. And it's really refreshing. So my go-to is to get a cottage cheese that has like a little bit of fruit inside of it. Um, I'm looking at one right now that I get at Wegmans, which is called Good Culture Cottage Cheese. And similar to the Greek yogurt, it has a high protein content per amount that you consume. So the one that I get is about 17 grams of protein per serving, which is actually a little bit higher than the Greek yogurt that I buy, which is 15 grams of protein per serving. The thing about cottage cheese is typically it's going to have a little bit of fat in it, So the one that I get is like 2% milk fat. So that's like 6 to 8 grams. But that amount of fat is not going to kill your goals. Getting that protein in is going to be most important. So give cottage cheese a try. Again, I like to add fruit on top so it's not just the cottage cheese. But don't knock it till you try it. If you're open to it, pick it up at the store and see if you like it. Because honestly, I was very surprised by how good it is and it easily will fit in your lunchbox. So give it a try. Okay, enough about cottage cheese. Our next topic is something that's less cringy and probably more familiar to a lot of you guys. Protein bars and protein powder are, yes, a great acceptable source to improve your protein consumption with a few caveats. Now, we do want to make sure, if we can that our protein consumption for the most part, our protein calories, are coming from whole foods. So as much as you can eat, you know, animal products and other sources of protein that come naturally from food, probably going to be a little bit better for your digestion and overall bioavailability. However, when it comes to protein powder and protein bars, they do serve your goals in the same way. So, for me personally, I tend to get at least one serving of protein, about 20 grams a day, from either a protein bar or a protein powder. More recently, protein bars. So, here's the deal when you're looking for protein bars or at protein powder, your number one concern should first be how much protein are you getting per serving? And it's important, especially on protein powder, to read the nutrition label. Because on the front of the container, it might say 30 grams of protein. But then you look at the nutrition label and you have to have three scoops of it. And you're like, that's not physically possible for me to consume that much powder in one sitting. So that's important. I would shoot for somewhere between like 20 to 25 grams per serving, ideally for a powder. For a bar, around that 20 gram mark is also going to be best. Again, just to get the most bang for your buck. You can use it as like an afternoon snack or even as a meal replacement if necessary. But in order for it to keep you full, you're going to want that protein amount to be relatively high. The other things to look out for is if you are prioritizing weight loss, a lower sugar bar will probably yield a lower calorie bar overall. So from my experience, it's pretty difficult to find a protein bar that has 20 grams of protein that's less than 200 calories. So if you're shooting for like a lower calorie option, I would go for like 200 to 230 calories. But if weight loss isn't necessarily a goal of yours, if you're an athlete especially who's burning a lot more calories than you probably realize, Don't be afraid of getting a bar with some sugar in it if it means that you're going to enjoy the bar and actually eat it. I hate seeing people who buy a protein bar that they freaking hate and they force themselves to eat it because they think it's good for them. Like, sure, you're getting the protein in, but eventually that habit's not going to be sustainable because you're not enjoying it. The other thing to consider with protein supplements is where the protein is coming from. So there's all different kinds of protein powders nowadays. And whey protein has been proven in evidence-based research to be the best form of protein supplement for two reasons. Number one is whey protein is sourced from animal protein, which has a much larger amino acid profile and is going to better serve, you know, muscle growth and all of the things that protein does for our body. The other reason is whey protein is a very bioavailable source, meaning when you consume whey protein, your body's going to be able to digest it, digest it and use it relatively easily. The other source of protein that you'll see pretty commonly, especially in cheaper protein options, is like soy protein or vegan protein, which this again can be a whole nother episode about different types of protein and exactly the science behind it. But in general, a vegan protein, it's not that it's bad. And your body is still going to digest it and use it. However, in order to get the amount of leucine and in order to get that ideal amino acid profile to stimulate those muscle benefits, you're going to have to consume more of it. So I might have to consume, let's say, 25 grams of whey protein in order to serve my goals. But if that was vegan protein, I might have to consume like 32 or 35 grams which means more calories, which means more food than I've teed at once. So again, not a bad option, but consider the fact that whey protein is going to be your best choice in terms of digestion and getting the most bang for your buck. But in conclusion with protein supplements is don't be afraid of them. They get so bastardized by people who are obsessed with eating only whole foods. There's nothing wrong with having a protein bar a day. But When you look at your calorie intake, if you're getting all of your protein from powders and bars, you may want to rethink that and get some more whole food options in there. But this episode is about convenience, and there's no better way to eat convenient protein than to shake it in a bottle or open up a bar. So go for it. Number five, my last go-to snack protein here is a little bit of a weird one, and it might take some of you guys off guard but I saved it for last for that reason. So I'm talking cold cut turkey or chicken breast. Cold cuts, lunch meat, whatever you want to call it. Hear me out here. When you were a little kid, you probably loved turkey roll-ups or like cold cut roll-ups, right? Where like you get a plate from your mom and it's got rolled up cold cut on it and you eat it and it's great. It's delicious. That is exactly what I'm talking about here. So about two years ago, when I was tracking pretty heavily, I had my protein goal at like 135, 140 grams, and honestly, it was really hard to reach it. And one week, I was having turkey sandwiches for lunch, so I had all this cold-cut turkey. And I was like, let me, you know, have some of this before I go to bed to get my protein in. And again, since it's meat, it's chicken breast or turkey breast, you can get a lot of protein from a pretty small amount. So if you roll up, let's say, like, five pieces of that cold-cut turkey, that might be, like, three ounces, which is, like, 20 grams of protein. And you could eat that real quick. Now, I specifically mentioned turkey and chicken breasts because they are going to be higher in protein compared to, like, ham or salami or something like that. Also lower in fat. The other reason why I love this idea is because Cold cuts just kind of taste good, right? They have all different kinds of seasonings. You can get like the oven roasted turkey or the barbecue chicken breast. And also you can put these on a sandwich and, you know, have it for lunch. So it's a very cheap option. It's something that you can keep in your fridge and maybe not something that you want to rely on as a snack every single day because it's probably not going to be super filling. But this is a great option if you get to the end of the day And you were running around all day or you were in class and you're like, shit, I barely had any protein today. You can grab some of those cold cuts and just eat some of it, throw it on a sandwich if you want. And that's a really good way to get protein in. Now, some of you are sitting here like, what about the sodium and the preservatives? And you know what, guys, when it comes to nutrition, there are certain things that matter more than others. And macronutrient consumption. And calorie consumption is going to be number one. So would buying like chicken breast and cooking it in the oven and eating that maybe be a little bit better than like cold cut chicken breast? I don't know, maybe, but probably not all that much for the amount that you're consuming. So if you're a fan of cold cuts, don't feel bad about it. They're not going to kill you. They're good for you in some ways. I actually haven't bought them in a while and done this in a while, so this episode has definitely reminded me of this little hack. So I'm going to go out and buy some uh, boar's head barbecue chicken breasts from the deli and eat some of that next week. So shout out to you guys for wanting some nutrition tips and bringing that back. One more thing I'll add in here, because my boyfriend is a big fan of this protein option as a snack, is beef jerky. And beef jerky isn't something that I consume often. I've had it a few times And I will say I enjoy it, but for me, it kind of crosses over that sodium threshold to the point where I'm like really thirsty after eating something like that. So it's just a little bit harder for me to eat during my day um, if I'm not able to drink a lot of water. But if you don't like any of these options and you're a beef jerky guy, Giovanni, if you're listening to this, by all means, eat your beef jerky. Number one thing, guys, from all of these options, Greek yogurt, cottage cheese, string cheese, protein bars, and cold cuts, eat something. Get that protein in. My goal of the week for you this week is going to be to prioritize protein. Give it some thought. Do a little audit of what you've had to eat over the last couple of days and pick out what foods you ate that have protein. Are you doing well with your protein consumption? Are you having it at every meal or are you struggling? And then next time you go grocery shopping, try out one of these options. Maybe there's something that I talked about that you already enjoy and you can purchase it and have it each day. Or maybe there's something that you're going to try for the first time, like cottage cheese or maybe some beef jerky. At the end of the day, it's whatever is going to work best for you. So let me know what kind of protein options you guys are going for this week. Send me a message. I would love to hear all about it. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. I'm really excited to bring you more nutrition content as we go forward, and I hope you learned a thing or two about protein today. It's definitely not the end of our conversation about this amazing macronutrient. If you enjoyed this week's episode, feel free to share it with a friend who's looking for some nutrition info, and please reach out to me on Instagram so I can thank you personally for the support. Thank you again for tuning in, and as always, we will be back next week with another episode.